one of the side effects of being human and one of our natural defaults, and I hope I'm not alone in saying this, is to say you owe me. Mm-hmm. When when I when you hurt me, Tara, when you're you're short, whatever it is, when you do something to hurt Make me. Make it up to me. Yes, you owe me. You now owe me, and I now have a record of this, and I'm gonna keep this in my pocket and I'm gonna pull it out when I need it most mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And to forgive is to give you that uh, I owe you mm-hmm. to give that to you and say, here, I, you don't owe me anything. And that's a, that's a hard place to get to. This is Behind Our Smiles. Pursuing connection. And finding joy. Even in the struggle. Hi, we're Joe and Tara Buchanan, and welcome to another episode of the Behind Our Smiles podcast. Yeah, we're so glad to be hanging out with you. So last week, Tara, we talked about uh, bigger scale forgiveness, even mm-hmm. forgiving people that maybe aren't even in your life anymore. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk more about day-to-day forgiveness within our marriage. Me and you, baby. Yeah. Before we get started, I did want to say a huge thanks to our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. If you don't know a lot about them, they are a biblical solution to healthcare, connecting hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation who care for one another through prayer, encouragement, and financial support when a medical need arises. There are no network restrictions. It's affordable. And you can join today. Find out more at SamaritanMinistries.org slash miles. So, Joe, you share so much about forgiveness, especially in regards to how you've had forgiven mm. people in your past who were very abusive and caused a lot of trauma in your life. And I think it'd be easy for us to believe maybe going into our relationship that because we were healthier and we weren't having these outright huge issues that we wouldn't need forgiveness, right? That that's only for like right. the big stuff. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. never going to hurt you and you're never going to hurt me. Of course, we weren't dating very long before that inadvertently mm-hmm. happened, whether it was a misunderstanding or whatever, and we had to to start to practice forgiveness. And one of the reasons that I am such a huge supporter of forgiveness is because what I've seen it do in my own life. And I really do believe it is a key ingredient to the healing process, not just with bigger Mm -hmm. issues or bigger things to forgive, but also in our day-to-day married life. Right. The everyday, I think for us, there's two different categories. And one is the little offenses, and then there's the big offenses. And I think the little offenses can trip you up, right? The Mm -hmm. things that maybe we're not like, you know, again, intentional hurting, just the little um, things that we are not careful to consider our husband's, you know, wife's point of view, consider your feelings, being inconsiderate, being a little bit neglectful. And it's a small offense, but if you don't forgive those things, they start to pile up and suddenly the little offenses feel really big. And although we have been practicing forgiveness since the beginning mm-hmm. of our relationship, there were areas where, I don't know if I'm the only one who struggles with this, but pride entered in and mm-hmm. I wasn't able to forgive the way I should have. And I didn't, I just kind of let those things go, mm-hmm. kind of push them under the rug, pretending like they didn't or weren't a big deal. And I think you may have had some similar things uh, from me as well, where I hurt you, but it just didn't feel like it was worth bringing up or mm-hmm. in the midst of everything else we were dealing with, we didn't want to have to deal with that. And eventually those things did catch up right. with us. And I think for me, forgiveness is like, you can say you forgive somebody, but you have to know if it's really in your heart for real, because sometimes I had forgive you, but right. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a button there. Like, okay, I'll let it go, but I'm still going to kind of let you know that you hurt me. Right. Or we're going to bring it back up again as a way to stick it back to you. And I think that's where if I catch that in my heart, I go, okay, I'm not quite forgiving you yet. Now, the catch with the small offenses, all that, is sometimes you go, maybe we haven't officially brought it up. So I think the big thing for us is learning to apologize for things and say, okay, how do we deal with something when there's a hurt or an offense, whether it's really, you know, small or medium nature to say, okay, this is starting to like stew in me. This is bothering me. And again, forgiveness is not saying, oh, it never happened. I'll just go on my merry way, right? How does it Mm -hmm. look like for you, Joe, when there's something stewing under the 
under the surface of you. And we got to talk about this. Well, and, and both you and I are not avoiders, mm-hmm. although I like to avoid for a time. <laughs> um, so we do like to, especially Tara, you're definitely the non-avoider. Yeah, exactly. Two, but um, so eventually, yes, it has to come out. But part of the problem is when you're living a busy life and you're raising kids and you're doing these things and you're dealing with other things, where's the right time to do it? So I mm-hmm. think there, when we started to come to grips with things that maybe had been piling up for a little while, we began to realize we wanted to deal with those things. Mm-hmm. There, there just, there were times when it really wasn't convenient. It wasn't. Well, and think for me, Joan, for some of the things we've had to walk through, not only is it not a convenient time, but I think I'm not really ever an avoider sometimes. If I know what's going on, I'll address it. But sometimes I don't end up not, not mm-hmm. even aware of going, oh, you know what? I'm seeing a pattern here that bothers me. Is it my fault? Is it his fault? Was this, you know, maybe kind of like you're trying to sort it out in your head going, why is this hurtful to me? Maybe it's not even something Joe did. Maybe it's me not speaking up about something. So I think sometimes I avoid not to avoid to take avoiding, but going, I don't want to have the situation read it wrong. But I think for us to be able to say, once I realize, wait a minute, there is a hurt. Like, okay, Joe, there's a resentment I've been carrying here for a little while. And I just noticed it. Yeah. Right. I just noticed it like for five years now, <laughs> this is a bit of pattern that maybe I even hold some responsibility for it, but to say, let's talk about it. Right. And say, Hey, here's what happened. And how do you feel when I bring up that issue to you to say, Hey, this is an issue where I've, I know I need to forgive, but I need to tell you. Right. Yeah. And I think at first I was, I was blindsided by it. And one of the things that Tara, I tell you throughout our whole marriage is don't blindside <laughs> me. I, I don't want to hear, well, for years, da, 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 right. I just, just tell me what you want or just tell me what I'm doing wrong. So I think when we, we began to, and this was a, a few years ago, we began to have these, these more in-depth conversations about, okay, Joe, this is not an outrageous, huge offense, mm-hmm. but when you do these things, they hurt me. Mm-hmm. That's how it and, affects me. And part of it was looking back now, as soon as you revealed some of these things, I'm like, well, duh, of course that would, that would be the case. But at the time I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I just was kind of going through my life and sometimes didn't look up to see how my actions were affecting mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so as we began to to talk through those things, I think initially I was offended because I was like, you just blindsided me. It's the one thing I asked <laughs> well, you not think, to do. And Joe, I think you've, we both have had you know moments of health and moments of unhealth, yeah. right? Where one of us has to confront the other on the issue. And sometimes in our, you know, when we're not quite in right with God and in our heart are not soft, then it's like a defensive, right? How dare you say I did something wrong? And we both have responded that way. But other times I know, Joe, when your heart is soft and I, if I come to you with a posture of forgiveness, again, not trying to beat you over the head mm. and saying, you idiot, I can't believe you would do this and I can't believe you would say that. Because I have occasionally said something similar to that. But when I come you know, with a heart of grace and for, posture forgiveness, I'm telling you, hey, I'm not looking to hold this over your head. I'm not looking to punish you. I'm not looking to repay, you know, you repay me. But this is something we can, we can genuinely talk about and genuinely say, hey, did you know this was hurtful toward me? And I think when I come to you with the right attitude, you usually respond in a similar well, I hope fashion. So. I, I really do I'll hope so. I'll give you grace like, as much as I want. Yeah, I think we're both growing in that area, but... When you approached me um, a couple of years ago, several years ago now, and and said, "By the way, Joe, you, I feel like you're more consider other, you're more considerate of others mm-hmm. than you are of me." 
that I was very offended by that. Mm -hmm. And, and I think human nature, unfortunately is my pride, but human nature is to be offended. I felt very blindsided by it. It was something I wish you could have told me years ago when it was really an issue. Well, sometimes I think I didn't always know how to phrase it. And a little bit was like going, and this is where we had to really talk about it together with a lot of grace and a lot of charity, because in some ways I go, you know, why do I not always receive the same kind of kindness you extend everybody else, right? Like everybody knows Joey is the kindest person in the world. Mm. And I really don't deny that, but there were times I did not receive that level of kindness. So part of me was with dealing with those issues is saying, hey, this will happen. You kind of taking ownership for what you did and me saying, okay, maybe I was trying to build a case against you anyway. And when you're trying to build a case against you, then I'm keep finding more examples of it. So I'll give a quick example. Um, Somebody I know is having a birthday and I go to Tara and I say, hey, I want to do all this. We're going to have this Mm -hmm. fanfare and all this stuff for this person's birthday. And Tara's thinking, you didn't do a whole lot for my birthday. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you were saying, what about me? It was that you were legitimately feeling like I was more concerned about the well-being mm-hmm. of others than I was you. And in my mind, I was taking care of you every day. And you I were. was celebrating right. their birthday once, right. you know, once a year or whatever it would be. And and so originally I was like, but I take good care of you. I work really hard to take good care of you. But as I be, as I really stepped back, Tara, and really heard your heart. And let you kind of speak that over the next year or so, Mm -hmm. right? As we began to process and really understand that, I began to see it. And as I, obviously, as I was praying it through too, Mm -hmm. but I I did begin to see it. And it took me a little while. And I'll be honest, every time it would come up, I'd get frustrated, right? Mm -hmm. I would be re-offended by it. I'm like, I'm working on it. Leave me alone. But I had to work through too this idea that you could be hurtful, but not necessarily evil, Mm. Right. I mean, there is a balance between going, you're a human, you're a man, you have your own selfishness, you have your own sin you're battling. And there's times that you're going to hurt me, but doesn't mean you're evil. So kind of like going, okay, I'm not going to try to work them up in my head to be the most evil person mm-hmm. ever. Cause I knew you weren't right. Mm. And that was my temptation to go, let's just build a case against him. Right. And let's just keep looking for more evidence to say, you know, he is the worst ever versus being charitable. And then when you were able to really, I think the one time you said like, with I only such, did it one time? No, but in a the moment, I'm saying. Yeah. In a moment. In that moment where you just go, I didn't know that hurt you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that's... I had to that's, get past... That's... Yeah. We're good. I'm like, I forgive you. Why? Because I know you're trying your best. And I just... Well... It really does like open up and soften our hearts when you kind of get that genuine apology. And I can go, I forgive you. And there were times like I, I was really short with you or mm-hmm. I was rude to you. I was inconsiderate. And... You would, you would see other people like call and say, man, Joe was so mm-hmm. great with me today, or I so appreciate Joe going the extra mile for me or whatever it was that I was doing. And it would just continue to throw salt mm-hmm. into that wound for you. And when I began to realize, wait a minute, the perception here is even if I don't believe it to be true, it's the way my actions are being perceived. So how mm-hmm. in the world could I change this? And when I began to go, okay, you know what, Tara? that probably really does stink for you. Mm -hmm. That probably really isn't the best feeling in the world. How can we adjust and make this different? And that's when we began to see the light Mm -hmm. uh, shine into the situation to go, uh, you are always willing to forgive, but it's hard when the other person doesn't even recognize that they're doing wrong to live in that forgiveness. Right. That's why we're trying like, okay, what, when we, you haven't apologized yet. Right. And sometimes it's because I don't even realize maybe it's a, a big hurt, but to be able to say, okay, we need to first. We, I want to move towards a. For, I want to move towards forgiveness in my heart. If I feel that resentment, it doesn't mean I just go, you know, throw magic fairy dust on it and we forgive. <laughs> it's like okay, I want to get my posture right. Right, God's forgiven me. 
posture of humility and say, hey, as we process this, I am not looking for revenge, mm-hmm. right? And I think, I hate saying it, but our human nature still says revenge will be so sweet, right? To somehow let you know. But I think when you're in that posture to say, even if you haven't apologized yet, right? I'm going to work towards my heart and not looking for revenge and saying, as we work through these hurts, whether they're big or small, that's where I'm heading to. So it's like it's a process. The forgiveness is also a process where we say, God, work in my heart as I learn to forgive this person, even if it doesn't happen the instant you realize you need to forgive. And for us, it it was a little bit more of a difficult season because these things had piled up. And we, Tara, we had this um, exercise in our marriage. I don't I guess that what you mm-hmm. call it or, or a habit that it was, I'm sorry for doing this. Will mm-hmm. you please forgive me was the way that we approached our lives. And so I really thought we had a handle on it, that mm-hmm. there weren't those little things adding up. But looking back. I think we both could see how it was hurting our closeness that there was this um, kind of dark cloud hanging over our our marriage and our relationship. And I appreciate her. I know we both didn't handle it exactly perfectly all the time, but you did come at it from a a posture of forgiveness to the best of your ability. And once I was able to kind of get it through my head to kind of open my eyes to see what was really going on, um, I was able to approach that a little bit different and say, hey, Tara, I'm really sorry. Will you mm-hmm. please forgive me? And in that forgiveness, I'm going to work on this. Yeah, when I saw that, I mean, and it really was healing for me too. And I knew that, okay, you know, various things. And the part of that, Joe, was when we looked back a few years ago and started telling our story and looking back at our early marriage and looking mm-hmm. back at those seasons we were in and going, hey, what happened there? And going, yeah, I never told you that those things hurt me, right? I'm like, oh my goodness, this has been here for a long time. But how freeing that was when we both said, hey, I'll forgive you. And again, there was those same seasons, Joe, where I was like, oh my goodness, I have hurt my husband. I have been just as you know, not hard-hearted towards you, but, you know, mean in ways and unconsiderate of your feelings and, you know, careless with my words. And those times that when we would come back together and I would say, I'm sorry, and you forgave me too, I was like, okay, I know that I was really mean to you, right? And and to kind of say, to give and receive that is probably one of the most healing parts of our marriage because we both have failed each other in many ways. And we're probably going to be um, the most hurtful to the ones that are closest to us. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are going to experience that probably the most. And and one of the things, Sarah, that was funny is early in our marriage, I remember you saying, and I believed it too, uh, someone had asked you, mm-hmm. what do you what do you love most about your marriage? What do you love most about Joe? And you said the, the fact that he's really quick to forgive. And mm-hmm. I would say the same with you. But it's mm-hmm. interesting that when we take our eyes off uh, of the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Or we kind of get distracted, get caught up in our everyday life and just kind of get going and forget to check in mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Cause I could have probably prevented some of that by just asking the question, am I, what am I doing that's hurting mm-hmm. you? And I had gotten away from even asking that question. That's a very bold question to ask. <laughs> and a very hard question to ask, right? Because you got to mm-hmm. be really prepared right, uh, for the answer. But when I got back to, to being able to do that and understand that I my actions really had hurt you, um, even though I was completely mm-hmm. unaware of it, uh, and I was able to ask you for forgiveness and then vice versa, we began to see healing start to happen. Well, and especially as we learned those better apologies, right? <laughs> yeah. And again, I think for you sometimes, maybe I'm not attacking you here a little bit like, let's get this <laughs> over with, right? Right. I'm sorry. We're good. And then on right. my I'm hand- I'm sorry. No, it's, it's I'm, I'm sorry. And even if it's heartfelt, I'm really sorry, but why are you not all better? Yes. You should be all better. We and then I can err on the side of going, I need two hours to explain exactly <laughs> right. what you did and what I felt. So like I'm working on like, if he understands, he understands, mm. but I'm sorry. And I think the catch is this, Joe, a lot of times the truth is 
I didn't mean to hurt you. Mm-hmm. I think the truth is for both yeah. of us. But sometimes the hurt still happens. And sometimes even if I didn't mean to hurt you, it's hard to say, are we ever 100,000% pure motive in things we do? <laughs> right? I know that I'm not. So to still say, you know, I could, I should have done better by you. Yeah. Right? I didn't, I don't want to see you hurt. That's another big one too, I think to learn to say. I don't want to see you hurt. Yeah. Like I don't, we talked about that last, last uh, episode. You know, I'm not going to take joy in your suffering. Mm. And so if I find out that you've been suffering at my hand, I don't want to see you know you suffer. So I think learn to apologize in a way that clears the air quickly. Sincere. But sincerely. Mm-hmm. I mean, quickly meaning we're not going to do this for three weeks, you know, unless it's, again, <laughs> if this is a major, a major betrayal in your marriage, by all means, you know, get professional mm-hmm. help and you might need a long time to recover. But from those day-to-day relational hurts that we suffer from, to be able to say, hey, we're going to clear the air from a posture of forgiveness. And I think on the flip side of that, uh, talking about repentance is there has to be a heart change as well. Right. And that's what I saw in you, Joe, was I did see the fruit of true repentance. You weren't just saying you're sorry, but you began to make those adjustments and how you treated me. And not all of it happens overnight, but when I saw your heart and behavior change, that really helped that posture to stay in place and offer forgiveness. Yeah. And I think eye contact was huge too, because mm-hmm. for me, I, I really did have a wall up. I was being... Um, my pride was, was getting in the way I was being offended, but when I looked you in the eye and I could see the true hurt there mm-hmm. that melted my heart almost mm-hmm. instantly Same here. and I was able to, to make the proper approach. So I think eye contact was a huge part of that, but the apology needs to be sincere. If I say, I'm sorry, just so I feel better mm-hmm. and I can move you on and I can go do what I need to do. That's not a real apology. Mm-hmm. A real apology is allowing you to be heard and allowing me to understand or at least express my understanding that that this is how I know I hurt you. Mm -hmm. Will you please forgive me? And we're going to talk about the benefits of regular forgiveness in our marriage in one minute after we hear from our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. I have always considered myself a really healthy person. It was never crossing my mind that I would face any sort of large health issue. So I went to get a mammogram and the doctor walked in and immediately started tearing up. She said, Kelsey, I've known you for years. This is really hard for me to tell you, but it is breast cancer. Because I'm a Samaritan member, I knew that I had complete freedom in regards to which providers I saw, what kind of treatment I wanted to get, and that they are so generous with cancer needs specifically that although I had a lot of other decisions to make, how I was going to pay for it and where I was going to go for treatment didn't have to be one of the things I was concerned about. And I think that's such a beautiful aspect of Samaritan that I would never want to lose. A community of Christians caring for each other with a biblical solution to health care. Learn more at SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. I really do believe that forgiveness is a key ingredient to the healing process. And if you know me at all, you've probably heard me say that no less than a hundred times, right? Because I've seen it in, in my own life. And I think even more so the, those that you're closest to, you're probably going to do mm-hmm. the most damage to. Yes. And so it's very important to be in that regular attitude of regular forgiveness. And for us, it's not just the healing process, but it's keeping it healthy, right? Mm. It's just like a, a clean slate kind of thing. And I think you mentioned about people are closest to, because I know it's in our marriage sometimes, the little things that you do to hurt me, you know, if it was my neighbor who did it, I almost would like let Wouldn't it even go. matter, right? right? But because we are closely connected, sometimes we have more of those things that pile up. So being able to practice that regular forgiveness is so much more important because on a given day, I could find 
no offense, Joe, but I could find 10 or 20 things you offend <laughs> Thanks, me, right? I appreciate that. Because, you know, you don't put the dish down right. And you, you looked at me funny this way. Mm. You didn't answer my question with a kind enough tone. And you didn't, you know, I could find a little, all these little things that, that I find I could like keep piling up my head. But to just say, hey, we're just going to have a posture of forgiveness. Be honest about how we're feeling. Well, I think it's also the reason I don't realize I've even hurt you mm-hmm. is because if I had been a little short with my neighbor, uh, non-rude maybe, mm-hmm. but just quick and moving on, that's maybe these things are hurtful to you, but they wouldn't mm-hmm. even be hurtful to my neighbor. So sometimes I am oblivious, honestly. I, mm-hmm. I don't always see um, that my actions do have you know, uh, unintended effects, maybe, right. right? But we're talking about pursuing connection, right? Which, mm. Joe, we're always trying to find pursue connections, what our podcast is all about. If I'm having feelings of revenge towards you, <laughs> I'm sorry, the connection's gonna be really tough, right? Yes. I mean, so, and we talked about this in um, an earlier episode of Are We Okay, right? Keeping that connection clear and saying, are we connected well, is gonna be a lifestyle forgiveness. And what I love is that it's that clean slate and it keeps us from wanting to keep a scorecard mm. of, and we kind of laughed about this before. Okay. Can I list for you right now the ways you've hurt me? And even though I could, I could make a list if I had to, but it shouldn't be like at the top of my brain. Like I'm just ready to let the world know the ways that you've hurt me. Right. It shouldn't be like obsessing my brain. So I feel like when we live in forgiveness, I don't have that list in front of me all day long. Right. I'm just going, Hey, we're not keeping score here. We've discussed this issue we've made it right and we're moving on in a healing place. And what ends up happening when we are keeping score is number one, we will never ever be able to balance, mm-hmm. balance it out. Right. Number one, number two offenses that wouldn't be that big they, become yeah. big because they're piled on to these right. other offenses. And, and what we've discovered in walking through the journey we went through a couple of years ago of kind of bring all that to the surface was there were things that you were you were upset with me on a day-to-day basis of things I was doing that weren't really... Not a big deal. Like I could do them today and they wouldn't even bother mm-hmm. you, but they were bothering you because there was all this other stuff underneath. Right. I'm like, hey, 10 years ago, right. <laughs> you made that comment <laughs> and it would still bug me, but because we hadn't dealt with it, I attached every other thing you said and did through the lens of that hurt. And I think it's important to acknowledge this idea that at any time during those years, I would have mm-hmm. said we practice right. regular forgiveness. Okay. We do it every day. Right. We forgive. We we say I'm sorry, and we did. But there were things that were were piling up that we didn't recognize, and and it happened over a period of time. That Tara now today, now that we're on the other side of that by a couple of years, you have so much more joy mm-hmm. in your life. I mean, I didn't even recognize the fact that your joy was being diminished. Mm-hmm. Our closeness was being hurt. I didn't it's almost, I guess, like boiling a frog, right? I didn't mm-hmm. recognize it. Now on the other side, I'm like, how in the world did I not see that? But that's what can happen when we let just these little offenses and sometimes mm-hmm. bigger ones, but these things pile up over time. And with this, you know, the scorekeeping, once we know we're not keeping a score and not having to compete to kind of get my, get my score higher than your score too, I love that there's less pressure to have to get it right. right. Now, it doesn't mean I don't care if I hurt you. It doesn't mean I don't want to do the right thing, <laughs> but... I am going to fail you, right? And I can look back and say, yes, last night, Joe, totally wronged you there. I was That was wrong of me to speak to you the way I did and then to, to whatever, you know. But I don't carry that quite as heavy, like with this doom and gloom on me because I go, you know what? If I talk to Joe about it and I say, I'm sorry, you're just going to say, forgive me and we can move on versus going, uh-oh, if I tell him or we this issue happens between us, he's going to hold it over my head for three weeks. Then there's mm. this pressure going, I yeah. can't mess up. 
And, and that does happen. Mm-hmm. And I think when we, at least in our own marriage, we didn't really have a lot of that happen, but that unforgiveness that had piled up was hurting our ability to be able to have honest, mm-hmm. deeper conversations. And if I can approach you and say, Tara, I, I know mm-hmm. I hurt your feelings. I was really short with you. No excuse. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And know that you're not going to just give me the cold shoulder right. or react and like, Use well, why you. do you always do this or Use whatever it, it is, you, right? right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be more likely to approach you yep. and ask for that forgiveness. Right. It's amazing. I think it's, so there's still accountability for our actions, right? Forgiveness oh, yeah. is not going, it doesn't matter. Forgiveness is saying it does matter. It matters a whole lot when we hurt each other, right? It hurts the heart of God. It hurts each other. But forgiveness is the way to say we can be accountable to each other to say, yes, I did hurt you. Yes, I completely ignored you. I neglected you. I said those things. I am sorry, right? I need your forgiveness. And you forgive me. And I just feel less, so much less guilt and shame when we can be open about our faults, open about the way we, our shortcomings, because we know there's this culture of saying, and again, maybe if it's a deeper hurt, Joe, it takes longer for us to process it, right? But we're saying in that posture of saying, of course, and again, now that I know there's the ways that you have forgiven me in the past, right? I just feel like it flows both ways. And I'm not worried about, was yours bigger than mine? Was mine bigger than yours? Like, I'm not making a list. I don't know, right? Who's his... Whose list is greater? We just don't really worry about it, even though maybe mine is worse than yours. (laughs) And we have been very blessed to not have to deal with some of the bigger betrayals Mm -hmm, and the bigger hurts. And and I think what you said is so important. Um, The the amount of time that's going to be needed in processing that forgiveness Mm -hmm. and really working through that probably equates to to the scale of the hurt. Right. And for us, we had to work through that because we had taken these little hurts and allowed them to, to build up. Um, you know, I was just not, I, I don't want to say it was intentional because I don't mm-hmm. think it was. It just kind of one of those things that we maybe neglected that part and kind of let that happen. But maybe there are those that are listening that are dealing with much bigger mm-hmm. hurts. Understand that sometimes we need an outside help. Mm-hmm. We need somebody to step in and help us kind of navigate that and work through that. And, and to also give ourselves a, a little bit of a break where we say, uh, maybe we need a little more time. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the, the honesty part, yeah. because sometimes, you know, when you have a large scale betrayal, even taking time to go, what exactly is happening here? What is the truth of how I feel and what has happened? That takes a long time to process. Even for us, the stuff that we had to deal with that wasn't large scale. It's still something that took time to process and giving yourself time to process and, but saying to God, Hey, you know what? I want to be obedient. And I'm live in obedience and soften my heart here, right? Just asking God. Because yeah. I think that that ability for us to forgive is a work of God. It is a work of Holy Spirit in our lives. We don't naturally gravitate toward it. You know, I, I gravitate toward, I'll make him pay. I'll let him know exactly <laughs> how much of a jerk he is. And I think when we let the Holy Spirit work in our lives and say, okay, I want you to soften my heart. Help me to see the truth of the situation so that I can forgive. And then we notice both of our hearts are softening. And we have that ability to confess our sins to each other, knowing we will offer forgiveness. Because I do think one of the um, side effects of being human and one of our natural defaults, and I hope I'm not alone in saying this, is to say you owe me. Mm-hmm. When when I, when I you hurt me, Tara, when you're, you're short, whatever it is, when you do something to hurt Make me. Make it up to me. Yes, you owe me. You now owe me, and I now have a record of this, and I'm going to keep this in my pocket, and I'm going to pull it out when I need it mm-hmm. most, or whatever it is. And to forgive is to give you that uh, IOU, mm-hmm. to give that to you and say, here, I, you don't owe me anything. And that's a, that's a hard place to get to 
especially when you start talking about the bigger scale mm-hmm. hurts, right? If, if I come home and I'm short with you or I don't answer you or I'm rude to you, like leave me alone or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't even know what it would be, whatever. Because um, again, you have a, you could probably come up with 10 examples right now <laughs> of how I've hurt you already today, right? But the point is those we can work through pretty quick mm-hmm. because they're small scale hurts. Right. But when you start getting into into bigger scales, I think we have to be able to be honest, just what you said, be honest with ourselves to say, this is going to take time. My natural reaction of you owe me is very normal. It's very natural, but that's where God calls us to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. He calls not just a higher standard, but a better way. Well, and one thing for me that I've tried to work on, but when those small scale hurts happen and Joe, when you have your failing and you have your (laughs) moment of whatever that bothers me and hurts me and I work forgiveness I often have tried to put an act of kindness on top of that, right? Mm. And it's not, you always say this about me that I'm like good in this way. Like, oh, Terry, you're so kind to me after I've hurt yep. you or something, I've messed up. And I'm like, it's not because I'm kind. It's because my heart will gravitate towards, I'm going to remind him that he's a jerk. So it's like, I'll go out of my way to do something extra kind to you and nice to you to say for real, I forgave you. I want to give you a quick example. So I was just being a jerk one more. It was a Saturday morning. I was having a rough day for whatever reason. It was my past. <laughs> just oh, that's right. It's always your past. Um, but I was having a rough day and I was, I was rude to you, Tara. And um, you left for the grocery store. And I hate when we leave upset. Mm-hmm. I hate that. So typically we always, even if we're not in a good place, we're always in a place where we're okay. And, and I think you, I kind of said, I love you. We'll work this out later or whatever. And, and I can hurt. tell you right. were hurt. You mm-hmm. were, you were, there were some tears in your eyes and you left for the store and so the whole time you're gone, I'm like, okay, God, you know, I, I'm going to have to make this right. I, I, you know, made a pretty big mess here. Um, you came home with my favorite cereal <laughs> and a few other things from the store. And, and it just, I cannot even begin to tell you what that did for me. Because honestly, what I expected is that you wouldn't even bring home cereal. If I had asked for cereal, right? <laughs> cereal is like Joe's love language. Yeah, you wouldn't even bring it home. And, and yet you not only brought it home, you brought home my absolute favorite and that just spoke volumes to me of your love for me that even in the midst of man, Joe owes me, he hurt me, he owes me. And yet I'm going to go above and beyond. Well, that's the example that God sets for us, right? When he forgives us, it's not like, okay, now our score is, the score is even now. So just don't mess up again. Right. It's like, and I'm going to pour abundance out on you and I'm giving you my grace and my love. So I feel like in my attempt to not, you know, hold on to unforgiveness towards you, because I can definitely tend towards that. If I'm feeling slightly tempted to do that i like an act of kindness rub your feet do something kind to to soften my heart and say Mm -hmm. isn't this more fun like i like being kind to you more than i like being mad at you even though at the time you're trying to convince yourself in the end i like being mad but i think the best part is you know the opposite of you owe me is yes this happened and i still love you like Mm -hmm. we can talk freely joe say hey remember 2006 remember 1999 Mm -hmm. this happened we're not lying about it we're not pretending it didn't happen we're saying i still love you Mm -hmm. and i think for us to grow that way and be at where, heart, where we're here now fills me with so much joy and gratitude to say, it's not that it didn't happen. He knows what happened. He knows the way he hurts me. I know the way I've hurt you. I know the way I've, you know, you've hurt me, whatever. We know all these things and I still love you. And I think mm-hmm. that is a beautiful gift that forgiveness gives us. Right. And I'm still loved by you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we don't have to look very hard in the Bible to see amazing examples of God's love and forgiveness mm-hmm. toward us. And if he will forgive us for mm-hmm. our incredible, incredible shortcomings and sin and all that, 
then who am I to say I won't forgive And throwing you. abundance on top of it, right. right? And throwing abundance on top of it. Like it's an even score sheet isn't what we want, right? right? We want, it's, I want to out, out, out kindness mm-hmm. you and you want to out kindness me. And I think when we live in that forgiveness, it just opens up the door for all that stuff. All right. So Tara, for all of my offenses today, will you forgive me? Yes, I forgive you. <laughs> right. Will you forgive me? Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful to spend time with you on uh, each podcast episode. We'd love to connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. You can find us on Facebook, Behind Our Smiles, and we're on Instagram at Behind Our Smiles Pod. And we also love when you leave us a rating or review. Yeah, your five-star rating really does help. We've actually heard from people who say they gave the podcast a try because it has a high five rating score. So thank you for doing that. Your review also uh, says a lot if if the uh, podcast has impacted your uh, relationship, your marriage in any way, we'd love to hear about that. It encourages us and we do pray for you. Thanks to our producer, Mark Stubanger, and our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. If you don't know a lot about them, they are a biblical solution to healthcare, connecting hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation who care for one another through prayer, encouragement, and financial support when a medical need arises. It's not insurance. There are no network restrictions. It's affordable. You can join today and you can find out more at SamaritanMinistries.org smiles.